national network of pastors committed to the authority of Scripture and preaching the whole counsel of God. We believe biblical obedience is the foundation for revival and impacting our culture for Christ is our duty. For too long, the pulpits of America have been silent on the important issues such as marriage and family and assault on our liberty. Join us in the battle for truth on Stand in the Gap weekend, Sunday evenings at 6 p.m. on American Family Radio, and visit us at AmericanPastorsNetwork.org. Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Yeah, Alex's <laughs> microphone on. The wrong earphone zone and microphone. My apologies. I don't know who I'm apologizing to exactly. To the listeners, to our dear listeners, they wanted to hear you. Yes, and, and, I, and I grabbed the wrong microphone, which wasn't turned on. I don't think. See how I turned that all around? You did. Thank you. Uh, Steve Jordan in studio with us now. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. You got any student debt? Long? Uh, we, we can forgive. I paid that off long, long ago. Doesn't well, matter. You, Doesn't matter. We can get you some money back. No, apparently no, you can't. Not according. To, I don't know if you played the clip of that dad, but we, uh, we did. Yeah, but you Liz heard, Warren you, is going to give me back to me. Did you hear what Abe said? Abe said you cannot sue the government if you paid your loan off. You can't sue the government because yeah. of what Biden's doing because you followed your contract. I paid it off again I'm with agreed. the Democrats. Uh, no good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> so you pay your debt off. Uh, you know, tough luck. Uh, we're going to help people who didn't pay their debt off. I'm we're going to help the what people. What else do you say? We're going to help the people who we think will vote for us uh, in November. Tim has a good point, though, in the last segment. Yeah. This might anger a lot of people who are not getting part of this windfall, who did pay off their loans. They may say, well, fine, if that's the way Biden's going to do it. I'm well, the, the NAACP, they're, they're mad at Biden because he didn't forgive 50 grand of right. debt. They were demanding 50000 per student rather yeah. than 10000 I don't know so if they're, anybody, they're, Go ahead. I don't know if anybody has brought this up, but this is a major demand of the squad and the far, far left, uh, the student loan forgiveness. They've been on this since, well, since they came to Congress. So uh, as well as being a boon or trying to be a benefit to – poor voters or whatever to, to do a political windfall. They're also um, giving a bone to the uh, squad. Now, uh, we, we are coming back. We did come back to this issue because it is now announced that President right, Biden right. It's has official. said it's official. Yeah. All right, Steve, <laughs> go ahead. All right. Um, we've been talking a little bit about schools and how um, the transgender ideology is starting to embed itself in there and we've been warning about books about transgender and how they're the teachers unions are just going all out to push transgender um and homosexual worldviews into your students young students um i have a story here out of florida i played this sound for you guys earlier today um this is a little longer of a clip than we usually play but let me set this up this is a father his name is wendell perez he is uh in the state of Florida, and he is testifying before the state surgeon general, and he's talking about what happened to his daughter, 12-year-old daughter. They don't name her. 
but she's 12 years old, and she went to school in Clay County District Schools in Florida. And the school district thought it would be a good idea to uh, – that if she thought that she was transgender and they were going to help her out. She was confused. She was – well, you'll hear. Listen to this dad and this story. We can talk about it. This is Cut 6. In January of uh, 2022, I went to um, my daughter's elementary school to deal with a very sensitive incident. My daughter attempted suicide by hanging in one of the school bathrooms. My wife and I were told that, uh, by the school counselor that it happened because of an ongoing issue with her gender identity. We were in shock because our daughter never showed any signs of questioning her biological sex. Um, we were told that they knew about the gender issue due to meetings they were having with our daughter behind our backs. We learned that during these meetings, our, daughter, uh, our daughter's confusion was affirmed and validated through the use of fictitious male names and male pronouns. Our daughter uh, was living a double life without our consent or knowledge. She was affirmed and socially transitioned in school. Due to the nature of the incident, uh, our daughter was corrected and taken away from us um, with minimal contact for over a week until she was released uh, under our care. As a family, we had to pick up the pieces, uh, clean up the mess, and start a period of painful healing. However, we decided as parents from the beginning that we were not going to affirm the, the, the dysphoria. Uh, we were not uh, going to validate a delusion contrary to uh, the recommendation from some professionals in the field. We provided, um, actually we did provide it, uh, unconditional support uh, with proper mental health care and non-affirming therapy to our daughter. Underlying disorders like depression and anxiety were properly treated we remove her from the school environment and place her in homebound. We broke her back from her confusion. She is steadfast and sure of her gender and the suicidal ideation is gone. This semester, actually, she is ready to go back to the brick and mortar school setting. In summary, our daughter was suicidal when she was being affirmed. However, when she was brought back from that state of confusion, the suicidal ideation disappeared completely. Therefore, my daughter's case disproves the current narrative that the lives of children with gender dysphoria are in jeopardy if they do not get affirmed. If you validate one delusion, then what is next? Good question. This, this, this is, we heard this this morning, folks. We know that was a long clip for radio, okay? But this is infuriating, okay? This was in Florida, right, Steve? Correct. All right, this was in Florida. And from what this father is saying, and this is happening around the country, that's why we always exhort Parents know what is happening in your kids' lives and what is happening 
in your kids' schools, if you have no other choice but to send your kids to public schools, make sure you are involved and know what's going on. Because what this uh, father was saying is that without telling the parents, the school was having discussions with their daughter who probably was confused by what the class was being taught. And then the school said, your confusion means you are transgender. And then what happened was this confusion overwhelmed this young lady and she tried to harm herself. And what the parents were able to do was to pull their daughter away from the brink by not affirming the confusion. And but dealing the, with the underlying issues. Dealing with the underlying issues. But for the school to do this without the parents knowing is what is happening because the school, having been captured by, these, by this transgender ideology, does not believe the parents will act in the best interest of the child. The, the school, the teachers, the mental health, quote-unquote mental health professionals in the school believe they know what's best for your kids and you don't. And I hope I hope these parents sue this school and whatever. If, this is happening. We've reported it. You've reported it, I'm sure, Steve. This is happening all over the country. We're not telling the parents because you do not act in the best interest of your child because you won't affirm the fact that they're transgender. This, this is demonic. Uh, this isn't just wrong. This is wrong in a spiritual way darkness kind of way yeah yeah um i we i have reported on this a lot and um it seems to me i just get the impression and it, this is nothing but just my feeling when i read these stories that they are they're using these kids like trophies like you know they're oh, we bagged another one oh you know it's this is furthering our agenda of normalizing this you know, we're not sure if this kid is transgender, but let's just go ahead and do this. They're starting to talk to six-year-olds about this kind of stuff. Listen, there was a case in California, and this did result in a lawsuit. I'm not sure how that has progressed, where these two teachers were going on social media, looking at the posts of the kids in their school, and these two teachers were deciding which ones, because of what they posted, might be... Uh, questioning their sexual orientation or their gender identity, they would then bring those kids in and have private conversations, just like this dad was yeah. saying, have private conversations with those kids and then encourage them and say, you posted this, that you love this, and this might mean that you're a trans, a, you know, transgender young person. They would give them pronouns and treat them as a transgender individual in school and tell the kid don't tell your parents this is this is this is happening folks yeah, and there's such a thing as sudden onset transgenderism i think is what they're calling something along those lines where there's a lot of girls this happens specifically to girls it's they kind of get cool points right i, I heard a test uh, uh the testimony or the it, it wasn't a spiritual testimony but it was the, right. the account of one of these girls who said, I, I just felt like being normal was, I wasn't special. Right. Everybody had something special. And this is what you do when you get uh, victim mentality, when you get identity politics, when everybody counts their oppressions and the, the most oppressions win, then people look for oppressions. And this poor girl, she said, I didn't have any. I was white. I was 
you know, I, I liked boys. I was, you Fair, know. My parents my were parents, fairly well off. Yeah. My, both my parents were there. Yeah. Um, and, and so what was I going to, what was special about me? Nothing special about me. Maybe I'm transgender. And yep. a lot of girls, a lot of girls are doing this. Some of them even getting like these gender mutilation surgeries uh, because of it. And it's just, just uh, it's just, uh, it's another, it's another mental distress folks you gotta know what's happening in your kid's school and and this is why homeschooling is exploding this is why christian schools other private schools who aren't woke are are getting a lot more students coming in this is this is sad and terrifying if i had kids my kids are grown uh i have grandkids um if I had kids now, this this would be I'd be up at night. So All right, next story. All right. Um let's look at the polls now. I we've been talking a little bit about the Hispanic movement from Democrat to Republican. I know a lot of it has to do with what's going on at the border. Um a lot of border states which were deep blue uh a while back now are being flooded with uh, illegal immigrants, and there's just a lot of misery on the border, and they're seeing the policy of the Democrats isn't working, and so they're asking for Republicans back. So we're seeing a lot of Hispanic movement toward the Republican Party. I found a poll this morning that really I kind of surprised me. It's not just Hispanics who are um, moving this direction. This is a poll of black, uh, that found that black and Hispanic voters who identified as liberal, no longer claim that label. Not all of them will claim that they're conservative. Right. They're independent, but they're they're moving to the right. And listen to these numbers. In 2017, 54% of black voters identified themselves, self-described themselves as liberal. In 2022, that was down to 32%. They lost 22 points. Um. 22% of those people decided moved no, away from the away from liberal, liberal label. And with Hispanic voters, it was almost as, as much. In 2017, 55% of Hispanic voters self-identified as liberal. In 2022, only 37%. And who, whose poll was this? This is an, it's IA polls. Um, I think it's to do with Iowa. Um, okay. But it's, I've seen these polls before. I think they're, it's, it's reputable. Um, but this is going to cause quite the confusion. If the, if people actually vote like this, this is going to be an interesting uh, midterm. Well, and I think I think this hurts the Democratic Party even more, not just moving away from liberal, but the more radical the Democratic Party becomes. And I, I don't see how they have any choice but to start moving towards that radical wing of their party because those are the foot soldiers that's where the energy is and the more radical the democratic party gets i think you're going to have people not just move away from liberal but maybe even move away from the democrat label because they really don't like the radical stuff now that doesn't mean they go become republicans they may just fall into that independent uh basket in the middle there's a lot there's a divide in the republican party as well uh, with the the Biden or sorry the Trump supporters and the the establishment the the Liz Cheney types, um, and some people say that's threatening to to split the Republican Party. What happens if the Democrat Party 
really does have a deep split there in the Republican Party, we'd be a, what would a four party election look like? I don't. I don't. It'd be interesting. I'd I don't think. I don't. Years. I don't think Centuries. we're we're gonna we're there yet. Here's why: that a lot of people will say, "I want a third party um, on both sides of it." But the problem is, it's not just about electing a president from a third party label. You also have to have Congress, and so you'd have to create a third party that also put members in the House and the Senate. Mm. Yeah. Because you don't want a third-party president with two political parties opposing you <clears throat> in Listen, Congress. I used to be, uh, probably back in the 80s, I was kind of a third-party. Eh, we need a third party, you know? Uh, Republicans, Democrats, we need a third party. And then I, I realized, <clears throat> I came to the conclusion that, no, that's a terrible idea. Because if you form a third party let's just say that the republicans busted up the democrats they're always the same way the bernie sanders wing hey let's we don't need these establishment establishment democrats, democrats like biden we want to yeah. our own party our own ideology so we can be pure and get you know stand for what we believe that's on the left on the right you know you have people who say well we don't like the republican establishment we need to form our own party to get away from that well the problem it, it, the pro the practical problems you just mentioned right there is you know state elections and right. and so forth and so on, but uh, if if you did that on a presidential level, then you're going to lose big time uh, by because you're going to split up the party, right? And then and then uh, then the Democrats are going to win going away because the Republicans are split up. Yeah, so well then you're going to lose. Uh, a whole lot more than you are if you stick together. Even if, listen, if you're going to win a national presidential election or as a Republican, you're going to have to have the establishment country club type Republicans as well as the Walmart blue collar Republicans to win. That's just the way it is. My thought experiment had yeah. both parties splitting though. Had the, oh, four, the four, four, four parties. So you had the, the Ocasio-Cortez wing. Well, I would just say off. to the Democrats, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. How do they do it? They do it in Canada? They do it in Israel? Oh, that's the parliamentarian form of government, right. which is uh, is almost political insanity, in my view. And, uh, they, and, they, in Israel, they're having a presidential, a prime minister elected every four months. Yeah, yeah. You know, people get wary of that. But Same. is that strictly because of the multi-party system? Yeah, they do just... that. In, they do that in a lot of places in the world: Great Britain, Australia, Canada, and and all those developed organically. You know, they they, they right. the multi parties developed organically. I I I don't think you could see the two party system here split. So I just I just I just don't I don't see that for the reasons happen. I just mentioned. Yeah. yeah, everybody knows that if you whichever if you, party stays together, yeah, we'll, we'll rule the day. And you, would, you would, in essence, have a multi-ideology two-party system in this country, okay? And what I, what, what I mean by that is the Republican Party for a long time ran this way. It had social conservatives, economic conservatives, and foreign policy conservatives. Right, the three legs of the stool. Three legs of the stool united to form the Republican Party. And I think, and, and I think that that's going forward so it's almost like having multi uh, ideologies in the same True. party and i just i just think that that's you're forming a coalition 
government yes. by having those ideologies say, okay, I'm a social conservative. I don't, I don't want to stay in Afghanistan and, right. and uh, Iraq, so I'm opposed to what you want to do. So, but I'll give you my vote if you will remember right. what I want to see on the social side. Right. So, in essence, you would have a multi-ideology, two-party system. And, of course, on the Democrat side, there's the uh, spend more Democrats, right. the spend me- way more Democrats, and there's the spend mega-Democrats. Yes, so that's right. There's those three parties, too, yes. three legs of their stool. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just I always tell people now, as I say, in the, probably in the 80s and 90s, I went through that maybe we need a third party, you know. But uh, I, I say now, listen, if you if you want to work in politics, pick your party and work inside that and change the party. And work on your state. Yep. Yeah, your Try local, get, yep. your local, your state, your governors, those there's a lot of power there uh, to influence uh, politics uh, is, is is in that in that arena you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go, Steve. Well, in Canada, speaking of these multi party uh, uh, systems. Do you know that they have in, uh, created a ministry of climate change in Canada? This is what we would call a cabinet. Ed, Ed, level that was position. Ed's ministry for many years. He had. Uh, I want to change the climate in this he church. Was a, Ed was a Ed was a faith healer, and and a ministry of climate change. I went from a teaching ministry to a ministry of climate it, change. Yes, yes, and he's blessed many in that yes. way. In fact, Ed, if you would bless bless uh, Steve's climate right now. Can I'm you, not going to – you guys are asking me to start playing games with that. I'm not going to – Okay, well, anyway. We, we are kidding, by the way, folks. I never had a climate change ministry. <laughs> so, Well, they do in Canada, and they have uh, the plans for their building have leaked. And in this building mm. – This is real. This, this is a real this story. This is actually true. This is not Babylon B. No. So this is what they're going to have in their new building. They're going to have an armory where they keep firearms – they're going to have interrogation rooms, bio labs, co- uh, controlled quiet rooms, intelligence facilities. What is a climate change ministry going to need guns for? We ask the same thing of the IRS. If you're if you're putting out too much plant food into the atmosphere, they're going to come with guns and arrest you. Okay, I, I'm going to say I'm going to defend the IRS here. Now, folks, please the IRS listen. I, I get this co- these comments sometimes on Facebook. I'm not even looking at Facebook right now. I'm not going to look, okay? Because right. I get I've had people accuse me of being woke and leftists and all that kind of stuff. I'm I, 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 I kind of enjoy reading those comments. <laughs> anyway, what I am going to say is that I don't. I think that the IRS these people have handguns simply because they work for the government. I don't think they're we're meant to assume they're going to start shooting American citizens. I'm guessing that this Canadian uh, outfit, this new building that this climate ministry has, Mm -hmm. they're going to have guns because they're going to say, we get a lot of death threats and we want to have weapons on hand. Yeah. I think they just need more counselors. (laughs) That is is weird. That is bizarre that they have interrogation rooms. I mean, this is for climate change. And by the way, should we remind people that man-made climate change is a hoax? The climate may be changing. I mean, we're not still in the ice age that we were reportedly in. But 
the the and fact may that we never go back there. The fact as long as that I'm alive, yes. we're putting a Amen. bunch of plant huh? of carbon dioxide, which is plant food, into the air is harming yeah. the planet. Just it's craziness. Give me the choice. Give me the choice of uh, global freezing and global warming. I'm going warming. Well, I am too. I don't care th- if we do have a one or foot, two foot rise in the seas. Although this was a pretty tough summer. I did. I yeah, but it's over now, Fred. Yes, yes, that's true. We're, en- we're enjoying mid eighties here in Mississippi. That's true. No complaints now. Life is good right now, folks. I am not a liberal. Right. I just want you to know that he just as far as he, you know. he plays some one every once in a while. I, do, while I will just, play just devil's to make advocate. A point. I play devil's advocate. Yes, that doesn't do. mean I'm a devil. Duly noted, Ed. Right. I vouch for you on that. All right, and it's All right. Pizza Friday, folks. For me, anyway. All right, right. we'll see you uh, tomorrow, everybody.